Hello everyone and welcome to Flawless, a music podcast. My name is Liam and I'm here with my two best friends in the room, <laughs> George. Hello. And Grant. Hello there, music fans. Each episode of Flawless, one of the hosts or a guest nominates an album that they think is flawless and we talk about why they love it, what they love about it, and at the end we decide if we agree that it's flawless. We have a Facebook group. It's called Flawless Friends and Family. We'd love for you to join. Tell us what you think about your favourite albums and your favourite episodes of the podcast. And judge us harshly for our decisions. Yes, if you, as if you weren't doing that already. <laughs> you can find the link to that in our show notes because we do not have a pretty link for it yet, but hopefully soon. You And we also have a Patreon. You can back us there from as little as $1 a month and no matter how much you back us for, you'll get access to our special bonus episodes. And you can find us at patreon.com slash flawlessamp. So today we have a guest. Yes. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey guys, my name's Jai. Um, my artist name is Boy King Koi. I host A Beer With, which is a podcast where I interview uh, artists in the music industry, um, not just artists, all people from the industry, um, and I've been doing music my whole life. Can I do a little shout out quickly? Go to abeerwith.com. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here to take these guys on a bit of a journey to somewhere they don't usually go on this show. Um, yeah. We're going to dance music for uh, for my two episodes. So we're going to be listening to uh, some different stuff to what I've heard on this show before, uh, and I hope everyone enjoys. Cool. Thank we you. Grant, Grant, we listen to Fatboy Slim. That's probably like the most Fatboy Slim you can is an awesome DJ. So <laughs> and he is, and that we, counts, definitely. That and definitely we listen counts. to Air and they are electro to the... Yes, and I think both got well. a flawless approval. They from did, the yes. they actually. Although flawless, so. you weren't there for Fatboy Slim, I wasn't. But we I were there, but for for um, I air, yeah. boom. There you go. Oh, the Giant pressure's on. The pressure's on no, now. No. I have to bring flawless, <laughs> flawless albums. Uh, so, in the spirit of that, would yep. you like to tell us what album you nominated for this? So uh, today we are going to be talking about Dead Mouse's album. Uh, I believe it was his. You guys might be able to correct me. I think it was his second album. Third. Third album. Third album. <laughs> okay, Third so of eight. It was uh, Sophie Needs a Ladder would have been the one before this, I believe. Uh, so this one is random album title. This album is flawless, um, and mainly because of my experience with it. But we'll get into that a bit later. Sure, sure. Can we wind it back a bit, bud? Music your right whole, back. music your whole life. Yeah, yeah. So I, I grew up singing in choirs, and I was also okay. a trumpet player. Um, mm. uh, up Did you play of... the Last Post ever? Then I have. I've played it many times in many public. Times. On yeah, a, yeah, on in public, yeah, at school yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I was lead trumpet at school. Oh, yes, yes, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. This is what I want to hear. Podcast. It's all about trumpets. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it. There we go. Yeah, okay. yeah. Trumpet. So, yeah. And so trumpet singing in like choirs, yeah. and musicals, and that. Um, and then and musicals. Yeah, and, and I'm a musical theatre actress. Oh, there you go. Best buddies again. Oh my goodness, I keep making best friends with our guests. Yeah. There we go. Um, yeah. Okay. So I, I did that growing up in high school, um, had a bit of a hiatus in uni, started learning beatboxing and other fun sort of stuff. Sure. Um, and then just decided to make the change back into music. So now I'm a music producer, a DJ, um, got my podcast, run a recording studio in Brisbane, um, and just, yeah, just love everything about the music scene. So that's, mm -hmm. that's me. Awesome. Sweet. Right. So, well, you're in the right place. Wowzers. Exactly. I've been wanting to come on this show for a little while. I've spoken <laughs> about it. We spoke a while ago and, um, you know, I love the concept. So uh, I think podcasts that have an awesome concept is where it's at. So that's I was really cool. keen to come on. So up. how do you two guys know each other? How do we know each other? Literally, met, on, literally met on is Facebook. Online? Facebook? Yeah. Like a podcast One group of the podcast something? groups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's podcast it. group, yeah. yeah. And we just knew that we were, I think, we're destiny. Not, like Grant and I aren't cool enough to be in the podcast group. We well, yeah, yeah, maybe you guys just need to pick up. Yeah. You might just have to pick up your social uh, interaction with people, maybe. Sure. Uh, sure. Maybe. Calling out people Boom. already. Jay also heard some really <laughs> awesome Friday night drinks, live video chats. So everyone jumps on it. Yeah, so every Friday we, stuff. Yeah, we just do an open live video chat. Anyone can join. Uh, it's called Friday Knockoffs, and we literally just sit around, have beers, and talk shit. 
I usually do that all by myself. Yeah, well, come I join. I could do it with Come friends. join. Okay. Come join on Friday. Sweet. All right. Thanks, Friday guys. knockoffs. I'm, the, yeah. I'm taking notes. But. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, this is all new information. I must have missed this in the pre-reading, but I've been on drugs <laughs> recently, guys, so... I harmed myself. For con- yeah. medicinal prescription drugs. drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Prescription. Thank you. Sure, fine. Yeah. How he had boring. to get on drugs to listen to this album. That's what he's saying. <laughs> well, well, look, I could see doesn't, why people could. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't hurt, to be honest. It doesn't hurt. But yeah. It's a judgment-free zone. Yeah. I think the first yes, time I it. did, I might have. It's fine. But, you know, prescription or non, it doesn't matter. Mm. Sure. No judgment. Whatever gets you through. So, so random album title is the third studio album by Canadian studio electronic music producer Dead Mouse, released by Ultra Records and Mousetrap, his own label, on September 2nd, 2008. Interesting fact. I thought he was French. No. Uh, okay. French-Canadian. But I'm thinking now probably French-Canadian. Probably, probably French-Canadian. Might not be French-Canadian, but I'm making him French-Canadian because I lump Dead Mouse in with all the French electro that I listen to. And well, so that, that makes total sense. Which he's, is he's why... He's totally got a similar, well, a similar vibe. Yeah, a similar mm-hmm. vibe to French yeah. electro, which is why I was like, takes French. And then and also having that, um, uh, having the five instead of the yep. S at the end and the German word for mouse. And I was just like, you're obviously French. European or something. Yeah, European. Like you've got to be from Europe somewhere. Yeah, yeah, totally. I was thinking you're part of the European electro scene. And then when I was doing the research for this, I was just like, fuck you, you're Canadian. You're French-Canadian now. I don't care if you're not, Mr. Zimmerman. You are French-Canadian now. And you'll like it. Yes. So there we go. Continue with your uh, your story of awesomeness. Um, that that's all did. I got for now. But I was going to go back to Jai. So when we asked you to nominate an album and you said you picked this one, you said that this changed the way you thought about putting music together. Yeah. Extrapolate on that for us. Tell us how you discovered it it and um, how it did that for you. The thing I loved about this album is that the way it's produced, it's not perfect in terms of production wise, like music production, especially for this day and age. Um, So the things I hear in that album, it makes it like so accessible for me to get ideas for what I can do in music um, rather than hearing something and thinking, Oh my God, how do you make that? How do you do that? Like that's so out of my realm. Um, When I heard this, this album, it was sort of in the scope of I was at the stage in my music production career where I could actually listen to it and go, oh, I can kind of understand what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I can kind of do that. I get it. Like, um, So I think this album for me changed the way I looked at music because it it really, and if we, we get into like the nitty gritty of what mm-hmm. Dead Mouse does is he really uses like tension release and, and sort of the chordal structure he uses yeah. in his breakdowns. It's this big drawn out thing and then when it drops it's this release that's like a happy ah, I've written it's a, yeah ah, there we go so for me it was it sort of made me look at music a little bit differently as it doesn't have to be this exciting everything so energetic the whole time it can sure. sort of like have this tension of oh what's going on and then all of a sudden go oh that's nice yeah and it's mm-hmm. it's dancey and groovy but it's still like you know I don't know how to describe it. Music's no. so hard to describe sometimes. <laughs> but it's dancing and groovy, but it's still, it's a release and it's a chill and it's a pleasant, not a aggressive kind of a feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of times when I listen to electronic or dance music, etc., anything in that realm, and it's the time when you can talk about the lift and drop. And yeah. the lift and drop it. So you as a DJ will understand that the best thing you could possibly do to a room is bring them up, bring them yeah. up, bring them up, and then go boom, drop them back, yeah. drop them back down, and then lift them back up again. And setting that like landscape is yeah. really important. And it's really hard to do on record. So when I was like yeah. listening to hit this, I was like, oh, you would be so easy. Like some of these tracks are so easy yeah. for just a, a simple DJ to play. Yes. Like a array. Yeah, yeah. And they'll play it and it does a lift and drop for you. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. they don't have to yeah, put any yeah. effort in And that's all. why it was so big for me at the time. I, you know, I started DJing in 2008. So okay. this came out 2009, you know, mm-hmm. a year in. And it's like, wow, these these songs are so cool. I love them. I want to play them all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the cool thing about it is that these songs, they're easy to mix into each other. And that's yeah. where the totally. beauty of it is. That's yeah. where the beauty of it is. You know, like they the first, almost, they the first minute is almost anyway. just drums. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> it's just a drum yeah. loop. Like, yeah. and it's, so you can mix it in and work it into your tune. And if you're a really good DJ and you're really creative, you can do far more with it. Mm-hmm. You can have like two tracks playing at the same time. Yeah. So because there's such little going on in a lot of it, mm-hmm. you can act, it actually gives you freedom as a DJ to be able to layer things and add extra things in yeah. yourself. 
Um, and, and so that's with, kind of the beauty. I totally of it. had that as my notes. Same as with the end part of, of it. It's yeah, like, yeah. This is easier to mix or a DJ because you can like yeah. set because you can slow and or you can quicken the BPM so to match yeah. the next track you're going to do because you yeah. leave that absence for like up for the first thirty seconds or for the last forty five. Last forty five yeah. seconds yeah. on every song is like you think that's yeah. the end of the song and then you look at Spotify and it's yeah, like forty five like seconds minute. to go. Yeah, 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 and it's just like you are making dance music for people to dance to. Um, mm. and it's yeah. like to be played in the club and all, yeah it's, all it's 100% club music unless mm-hmm. you like love that kind of music it's not something you listen to at home by yourself kind of thing and that's how most dance music is unless you're a super fan it's not really something you listen to at mm-hmm. home dancing because it's not dance music's very much about the environment the people the energy the production the lights the mm-hmm. whole package um, mm-hmm. it's not really just about the music unless you're a real diehard fan mm. so for me it is but yeah. for everyone else <laughs> for everyone else you know total experience yeah. but immersion yeah, yeah. it's, it's an experience yeah and I didn't get that until I went to a club like that a big club and got yeah. that experience yeah mm. awesome. so did you get into it right away when it came out how did you find out about it oh yeah I was into it because around this time Dead Mouse had started making huge waves in the electronic mm-hmm. music scene so he had all these singles and these other releases around this time which was huge and to be honest i probably like a lot of those songs better than the songs on this album mm-hmm. but this album reminds me of that time and that era yeah. when he was just sort of coming up and mm-hmm. had all these awesome tunes um and so i think for me that's the one that sticks out in my mind so, so you were yeah. DJing up in Cairns at the, at the stage? No, I was right? in Townsville, actually. So oh, right. I know we were talking earlier that I grew up in Cairns, but um, I actually did uni in Townsville, and okay. that's where I, um, I did... CQU, is that the... Uh, JCU. JCU. James okay. Cook University, James Cook, okay. yeah. So that's yeah. where I started, um, and then, yeah, sort of built up there and then moved here. Awesome. Done. Sweet. Sorted. Yeah. Grant. Yes. Had you heard of Dead Mouse and or Random Album Title until its name appeared in your messenger chat? Dead Mouse, yes. Could I name a song? No. Mm-hmm. Did a whole lot of riffs and maybe memories of. I, I might have gone clubbing. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I'm clubbing. Laugh, I might I'm have like, heard this. I know this. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm waiting for this to get bigger. And sometimes it did and sometimes it didn't. Yes. Um, yeah. But, you know, I remember, like, that was massive. Wherever I was, I was certainly in Australia, mm-hmm. but that was a big tune and Huge. I was going mm-hmm. back to. Huge. South Africa, that I but remember, then, you said? Yeah. I, will I remember, remember, yeah. I yeah, remember. I remember, yeah. Like that one in particular, I was like, sure, but that I've definitely heard lots yeah. and lots of times yeah. um, out and about. So I was I hadn't heard of, wouldn't, couldn't, would, couldn't have named an album, couldn't mm-hmm. have named a single at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I recognise probably half the songs on you yeah, um, from... Just well, it shows hearing, up, yeah, from hearing, hearing hooks, yeah. Correct. That's why I chose um, this album. So because I knew you got, you know, I wanted to choose something a bit out there. I want to give you guys a challenge. Sure. You know, so let, yeah. Cool. Um, so, but yeah, before I had mm. nothing, man. Cool. George, how Hello. about yourself? Yeah, I've seen the big giant mouse head. Oh, um, like, Have you seen him live? Not live. I wish it would be. Amazing, epic, amazing yeah. Life, yeah. Um, but uh, no, I already knew of Dead Mouse um, from the first album because a friend of mine uh, used to. What was to the first album then? Can't remember. It's on. <laughs> it's in my epic collection of random music. Of, it's got a really strange name. I can't remember the name. The, yeah, I think later that uh, I was thinking I've got four by four equals twelve. Get scraped got, or yeah. vexillology? Vexillology. First was Get Scraped Studio. There you go. So, there you go. Um, but I had like a collection of stuff that I was given by friends of mine who were like, okay, yeah. we just do music exchange. Um, and so that, like, obviously the name stuck out. So it yeah. was like Telepop Music was I was listening to as well. So I was just like, yep, that's cool. Um, and then I had friends going, you have to listen to like Jean-Michel Jarre, who started the whole movement. Oh, yeah. um, and yeah. started talking Cue about like electronic and people who no, create no. soundscapes and have yeah. like real visuals when it comes to this kind of stuff. So I definitely heard um, Dead Mouse and I'd heard the album, but I wouldn't again i wouldn't be able to pick out particular songs or particular names if somebody like you challenge me now like name an album like nah can't do it um (laughs) but it's but i can also tell you that on my first gen ipad that i've got with a cracked screen um i've got 60 gig of music (laughs) and there'll be at least two dead mouse records on there yeah so yeah so i knew of but like Mm -hmm. yeah that's where i got into but i like i'm really i really like french electro which Mm. is why i thought he was french yes Cool. So Liam, wanted yes. him to be have French. you heard of Dead Mouse or this album? Can I guess? Can I say that you hadn't? 
I'm in the, the Grant album. Ca- the album, the, yeah. I'm in yeah. the Grant camp. I'm, yeah, yeah. I've heard of Dead Mouse. Yeah. I don't know if I'd heard of him in, in 2008, but I've definitely heard of him being around. Yeah, yeah. But it's course, not a yeah. genre of music that I normally hang out in, so I hadn't heard any of the albums. Yeah. Um, of course. It was really interesting to discover. <laughs> of course he says. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I don't listen to music that I'm not into. Mm. You know, like, it makes sense, like, you know, and, and that's why I wanted to, to bring this kind of a different spin for you yeah. guys, like, you so, know, so we could talk about it. I cool. do listen to a little bit of electronic stuff, but it's always the poppier side of it. So mm. that's, yeah. yeah, this is probably outside yeah. of my wheelhouse. But yeah, um, it was interesting to find out that, yeah, that a lot of people consider this like a really landmark album. And this was the one that really put his name out there. Because, mm. um, yeah, I, would only, I don't think I'd ever heard anyone say, oh, I love this Dead Mouse album. I'd always knew of singles and collaborations and yeah. putting on great live shows and all that sort of stuff. But I don't think I'd ever heard anyone say, oh, this is a classic Dead Mouse album. So yeah. doing some of that research and finding out that, no, no, everyone, this is like foundational album for yeah, so yeah. many people. Mm, this is one of his ones. This is yeah, one of the yeah. big ones. And like know, put people, him on the map. People yeah. have taken heaps of these songs and then sampled them into, the, mm-hmm. into their stuff. So including like, Kylie Minogue. Including the great Australian Kylie Minogue. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that yeah, was really was cool. That that you, what, what song is that of Kylie's? I, I don't uh, know. Brazil. What? He, oh, took, he took Brazil, but do you remember what, the, what song? Kylie, which one? What Kylie song it was? Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, I don't know what song it was. No, okay. I, uh, I'm, yeah. I don't know the Kylie back catalog. No. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but did you know Dead Mouse was in a band with Tommy Lee from Motley Crue? At one point, oh, I didn't know that. Called, I didn't. W, called WTF question mark. I didn't know that. Yeah, holy shit! I found that's that out. Massive. I was like, that's like Dead Mouse, Tommy Lee. Those parties must have been yeah. fucking <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like that—that yeah. that is water-war drugs. Um, so yeah, because he's like a heavy gamer and stuff as well. Dead Mouse. So mm-hmm. I've forgotten his real name. Zimmerman, something. Zimmerman. Joel, Joel Thomas Joel, Zimmerman. Joel Zimmerman. JT. Yeah, so he's like a full, like a heavy like gamer, and he was like a heavy internet user, and that's where he got his name from because he he was um, wanted. Like, do you know the story of him getting his name? I know it's to do that something to do with his cat, but it's it was to do with his um, computer was from gaming and smelt really bad, and his dad was like, "Your computer smells really bad." So he opened his computer up and he found a dead mouse in it, oh, that's and classic. so he decided to choose the name Dead Mouse as his online name. Um, but Dead Mouse was too long, so he went for the German spelling of mouse, and it was already taken. So he used the number five because uh, it's like story. the yeah. internet, <laughs> like you know, it's like to do like internet yeah. where you replace like a number. Leet, it's called. Yeah. Uh, yeah so. Thanks, uh, Thanks. I'm just like bringing it to the kids. Um, So where they do something like that. And so he created an internet name of Dead Mouse as that spelling, um, as his online username before he was like creating music. I didn't know that. That's so cool. I love that. He is. Yeah. So it's just like ridiculous. But he's also got into super trouble and he was banned from Twitch, the streamer streaming site for homophobic slurs. Yeah. Um, He's very opinionated. He's a very opinionated bloke. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like he's made. He says what he thinks. He said a bunch of (laughs) stuff. He what he think. And apologise. Then he says a bunch of stuff again and apologises. And then he says some other stuff and occasionally doesn't apologise. So it's just like. Yep, you're a gamer. You're a gamer on the internet. <laughs> you sound like a gamer. Yeah, yeah. you very much sound like someone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, but you make, you're also one of the highest paid electronic, like, or like highest paid DJs Huge. in the world. I think world. he was getting 200 grand a show for an hour. Mm. Yeah, here, just, like, just a show. Him just an hour, just an hour. Mache mm. head, One hour. That's enough. Yeah. Like you could send anyone out there with a playlist and a paper mache head, and they'd be like, "Yeah, yeah. that's me." Yeah. That happens on the good place. It does happen on it, the good place. Yeah, because their yeah. their <laughs> the DJ place. guy is modelled after this, and he's like, he signs up one of the characters to be him for a weekend, and yeah, um, Jason. Because yeah, Jason to put the helmet on and just you guys play, watch the good place. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen the ending it. of that oh. show. Don't even. Is so perfect yeah. for <laughs> such so philosophical. Yeah, yes. yeah, I love it. Really good. Oh, man. But we're not here but to yeah. talk about that. We're not. <laughs> we're here to talk about the music, man. So, yeah. yeah so I just had some anecdotes for you because yeah. I got really into it. Speaking of seeing him live, have you ever seen him live? I have seen him live. I nice. saw him at Stereosonic in... And I actually asked my friends about this. We were trying to figure it out. I think it was 2009. I'm not sure. Um, and the beauty of it was, and the thing I love about Dead Mouse, like I said, with those big breakdowns and the chordal stuff, when you go to a dance music festival... It's dance music all day. Mm-hmm. So the kick drum, the 4-4 four, four kick drum that hits on every beat yeah. is hitting every day at every stage you go to. <laughs> so by the end of the night when the sun's gone down, if you've been there you know, since 2, 3, 4 o'clock, I'm sick of hearing a bloody kick drum. 
Because, you know, like it just, it does get boring. Like there's a reason for it in dance music. It's repetitive, but it gets boring. Mm-hmm. Dead Mouse comes on, the final act. He's got these huge breakdowns where there's no drums. It's just synths and pads and things doing these amazing chordal tension and release sort of, um, you know, chordal structures and movements. And then just that, those moments in that set that I saw were actually better than the drops because mm. the whole day I'd been listening to heavy kick drums and drops and stuff. Yeah. And so those moments of a minute breakdown or, or build up or whatever, where it's, it was that <laughs> sort of moment. And so it was amazing to, to hear, you know, that contrast from the whole rest of the day mm. and to have those moments in there. And it's a, it's really hard to do that in dance music because those moments are the moments where people go, Oh, I can't dance to this. I'm going to go get a drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You lose the dance floor as a DJ, you know, but for him, he's got that skill that it's like, you know, the, the chordal structures and the way that he, he does everything is just incredible. So that's what really stood out to me when I did, you know, when I saw him live at that festival was I'd been listening to all this heavy music for so long. And then it was that sort of, you know, that chilled sort of release in between that actually was then the highlight. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was really cool what I saw from him. But like, I think I've only seen him once. I think. Right. I think. <laughs> I think. Is that That's the only one I remember. No. Um, um, but yeah, like, you know, I've seen so many videos and I've listened mm. and played his music so much that um, mainly his older stuff. Like I don't really play a lot of or any of his newer stuff. Um, it's all mm. the older stuff. And that's why this album's so special Resonates to me. with you. Yeah, cool. yeah. Exactly. So, so this, you would have gone then around about when this album was in its prime, right? Yeah, like yeah. You played most of the set. Would have been this. Yeah, yeah. I heard most of these tunes um, at Stereosonic. Yeah. And is that still um, running? Then? Stereosonic. Stereosonic has stopped at the moment. Um, as has pretty much Sorry. everything. Everything yeah. in the entertainment. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. But before COVID hit, um, it it, it it's stopped. Um, yeah, because they basically got too big. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah, it yeah. happens with festivals sometimes. They get too big and they have to, there's too many overheads. They have to book too many big artists. The costs yeah. just get, you know, they, they yeah. just get too extreme um, to put on the show that people expect. Yeah. You know, so. And the other thing that happens in Australia with festival lineups is everyone expects it to keep getting better. Like yeah. I, I went last year, so if this year's lineup's not as good as last year's, then I'm not going to go. Yeah, yeah, and if, exactly. If you end up going to a couple in a row, then you're like, no, no, next year it's got to be so, and it's like un, unmanageably big to actually work for you. Yeah. So it ends up, you end up not selling the tickets that you want to sell and then the price has to go up and it all just gets messy. Running, I used to run music festivals. It is so stressful. Mm. Like there is so much money on the line um, that if it fails, like you're like looking at big, like big trouble. Like it's a lot of money. Even if you have like a successful event business that builds up money through the year and can afford, which is what we used to do. We used to make all our money during the year with events and then we'd pretty much try and break even at the festival. We'd still wow. spend about two hundred thousand, like yeah. you know, like so. It's 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 big money and it's mm-hmm. big numbers, big sp- everything's big. It's it's yeah, it's it's high risk. Yeah. <laughs> it's high risk. So you're out of that game now, bud. Oh, enough yeah, of yeah. that. Yeah, there's too much risk for me. So <laughs> this album came out at the same time as two, like at the same year as two of my favorite dance tracks of all time. Oh, like, yes. What are they? Omens, Prodigy. And amazing, bon- amazing. And the grime artist Dizzy Rascal with Bonkers. Bonkers, Dizzy Rascal, yeah. <laughs> And it came out and they, they both hit number one in the UK dance charts uh, for like three or four weeks. And then um, I remember it also came, that also went to number one in the dance chart that same year. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. So I, when I was having a look through and doing my research, I was just like, God, oh, this was a good year. It was a good year, <laughs> like, wasn't it? Because I was listening to some of this stuff and I was just like, this is a good year. Yeah. So I'm I'm still going to like like alternative clubs via Zoom now that are playing Prodigy Omens. And, yeah, uh, and I'm yeah. like, this is from 2009. I'm still rocking it. So mm. yeah. yeah. This I think we would have been friends if we met back then. <laughs> yeah. <I think laughs> it sounds good. like a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'd have been really good friends one night and then we'd have forgotten about each other by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I agree. There we go. So, yeah. Grant, you mentioned that you'd heard a lot of these songs before. Yes. It's possible that's because there were seven singles released from this album. Yeah. How was that? But there's different versions of the album where there's things. And I want to talk about this because I looked at the one that we agreed on. Yes. And it's actually missing one of the best songs. Is that Faxing Berlin? Yes. Yeah, that's the the first single. That's that's what freaked me out when we were starting. talking. Faxing Berlin is an amazing piano 
sort of house mm-hmm. progressive song. Like yeah. um, for anyone who loves piano and dance music, yes. it's like one of the piano or strings. I'm yeah, yeah. It, it, it's amazing. Um, and there's been piano covers and so many covers and remixes of that that song. Mm. Um, and it's to me, it like it's one of those goosebump songs. Mm-hmm. You know, it gives me goosebumps when I listen to it. But that wasn't on the album no. that we talked about. So no. I was gonna. I think uh, Aguro. Aguro. So, yeah. so um, Faxi Berlin was the first one. That was to October twenty thousand yeah. two thousand and six, and that was actually Denmark's first official single as well. So that was his first time that he'd released something a single on his own. And then it was not exactly Aguru Alone with You. I remember Slip and Brazil second edit. From 2007 through to 2009, so three years worth of singles. So seven singles from 10 or 11 tracks. Yeah. That's a lot. It is a lot. That's why why Grant had heard them on the radio. I've heard lots of this. That's why you probably heard it. And and that's actually a thing that's a lot bigger in dance music is singles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, in dance music, it's not a lot of albums. There's not a huge... Back in the day, maybe, but, um, you know, like, people don't really do albums as much in dance music. It's more about singles because it's, like, that one tune. It's, like, you know, like, an album tune could be something that's not that popular but a good listen, mm-hmm. like, on most albums. Um, but that's not what dance music is. Dance music is, like, you know, upbeat, you know, fun, sort of, like, energetic sort of music that you can dance there to. to be danced to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, it's hard to do a whole album of music that's got to be, dan- you know, danced to um, when you're, you know, trying to do a whole album for people to listen to. Mm. Um, so people tend to do singles because DJs will pick up the singles and play them or EPs, which are obviously smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just... Albums just aren't, you know, a huge thing. I think you need to have a huge following to, to do albums, mm. especially these days. Um, and that's even more amplified in dance music. Yeah. And it gives you a chance to do remixes as well, like to exactly. release those remixes. Yeah. So yeah. I, I've, yeah, I've got a ton of yeah. dance singles at home where it's like the song and then five different remixes. Yeah. Exactly. Which, yeah. which, you, which you can't do in rock music. Like you can't do five alternate versions of the same well, song. Well, you could if you, you, could. you could. You could if you <laughs> wanted to. Like yeah. if you wanted to, you could. Like, I can yeah. see why that's less of a mod, the model that they take. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's, you know, a little bit of a difference, but yeah. So do you know... I found a change.org petition to find to bring this out on vinyl. So apparently it's never been released on vinyl. A petition. A change.org change. petition change. saying, change. Dead Mouse, please, well. please bring out this album, this almighty dance album on vinyl. How many people were on that? Uh, it's only 342. So, so, so oh. it wasn't, I was going to say, if it was good numbers, let's yeah. just like let's start just printing his vinyl. Yeah. Let's just start printing vinyls of his <laughs> album and selling them. The best. He's only had litigation against about three companies, so we might as well oh. just uh, be the I think, four. Di- I think Disney Use tried, to, tried to Disney, take him for a ride. Disney, uh, Meowingtons, the Anyone who's label. Got the, yeah, like, why not? Flawless AMP could join the crew. Yeah. I was just thinking it wasn't Boy King Koi. He didn't start that change.org. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't pitch that, did he? I, did, I didn't, but uh, you know, if we get enough people to sign up, we might start selling records. Friday chat. <laughs> we might Friday start knuckles up for discussion. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll Tune in. Because they did say in the thing, uh, you know, if you put it out, everyone here will buy it. I'm like, I don't know, he's not going to put it out for 342 sales. No, that's right. <laughs> so yeah. everyone start going and liking. Find that change.org. Yeah. That yeah. Change. Give it a Google. It's out there. Change.org that's usually used to help refugees, etc. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> But this Let's is, hey, out. like music, vinyl is important. This is yeah. true. You need to I have, have a, vinyl. I have a that's vinyl it. collection myself and, so, you know. I was just astonished it wasn't out on vinyl in it already. Yeah, like, I would have just assumed. I just kind of assumed but it would A lot of modern dance music isn't mixing on okay. vinyl anymore. No, that's right. Yeah. yeah, a lot of modern dance music isn't on vinyl. Um, mm-hmm. They do, you know, they will do releases for really big albums. But, I mean, it was his first album. Yeah. He didn't know if it was going to hit or not. No. Um, oh, well, he's had seven singles off it, so he kind of did <laughs> know it was going to hit. Like, <laughs> if you've had seven singles that have done well, and you put them all in the album. Um, but, like, you know, like, first album, like, it's understandable in mm. this day and age why you wouldn't go yeah. vinyl. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how much is to press a vinyl? He's, he's, got, I, he's got the money. Don't know, but my last record label pressed my record on vinyl, so I'm just oh. saying. In blue as well. He's, if he's making Mad Flex. Mad Flex. I know, but we were like an indie punk band, so it's different. It's like it's, he, everyone expects you to be on vinyl in indie punk yeah, or yeah, hipster exactly. fucks. With I used to live with punks. Labels. It was the best time of my life. There you go. Well, you're with one right now. There you go. <laughs> uh, I was going to say. Um, <laughs> Apart from this album 
and DJing and <laughs> just living with the punks. Just living with, with the punks. That's well, got it. With punks. I used to like, make jeans. I'm a punk folk <laughs> oh, okay. musician, but I do not nice. know where, like, and I studied music tech and stuff when I was younger. So I know how to record a band, but I would not know where to start when it came to creating electronic music. But I love that I used to go to flatbed truck raves in the middle of fields where you get a text message uh, telling you where to go. Oh, the address. Just that? get the address you in a text message. Oh. Text, like back in the, and this is when I was like, you know, 16. Too young. Yeah, I was far too Let's young. Let's go too young. I was too young. And I, so, Sounds someone, fun though. They yeah, it sounds really like, fun. <laughs> someone else had to drive me, put it that way. Um, yeah, and I used to go to freaking all night raves and they play electro heavy dance and di- like drum and bass and stuff like that for yeah. the whole night up until dawn until the farmers came out just going what the fuck are you doing in my field and everyone would like pack up and then drive there off um they probably shouldn't have been driving but they did and yeah, so like yeah. my like inauguration into dance music was heavily influenced by going into like raves in fields yeah. and stuff like that. And see, that's exactly young. what I was talking about is the experience. Yeah. Of, so, yeah. Like, so dance like, music is an experience. Like, you know, it's not something you can just listen to. It's not like pop music where there's lyrics that you can connect with. It's no. telling a story that you can go, oh, I've done no. that. I've mm. experienced that. Mm. It's dance music, music doesn't have that. No way. It's either you dance to it or you put your head in a speaker at the end of the night to <laughs> really hear the bass. Um, <laughs> that's another thing that you have to do. Don't um, do that unless you're wearing earplugs. Yeah, it's I not know. a good idea. I know, <laughs> I know I'm partially deaf. Um, but it's like when I put this, like was listening to this again, I was just like, oh yeah, this is definitely something you put your head in the speaker to when you are feeling inebriated um, at the end of the night. Yeah. But going back to like dance music, I could name quite a few bands that I loved, but I couldn't necessarily name all the stuff that I really loved that I danced to because no one gave me a playlist at the end of the night of, hey, I'm the DJ. This is what I play no. tonight. Go go home and enjoy it. It was just you played bangers for eight hours and then you went home yeah. and you had no idea what it was, but you hoped for the best and then it wasn't heard. Isn't on... that the beauty of music? It kind of was. I kind of <laughs> love going out and not knowing any of the music but mm-hmm. enjoying it, like that's my favorite thing for mm-hmm. any genre of music. Like I mm-hmm. love going where I'm like, I have no idea what this song is, but I love it. Like that's my favorite thing. And that's what has sort of changed with the whole electronic DJing stuff, you know. Like it used to be like, you know, we'd get 10 vinyls in of this track. And it's like, well, if if you don't buy that vinyl, you can't listen to it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, there's no way you can listen to. So you go out to Empire on Saturday night because you know that Butters is playing and Butters has bought that vinyl and there's only 10 and the only person who has that vinyl who's going to be playing in the valley that night is Butters. And I loved that song when I heard it. So I'm going to go and see him play. And that's the difference between back then and now is that it used to be that exclusive, like you literally couldn't hear the song mm. unless you went and saw them play. Like there wasn't that, it wasn't on the radio. It wasn't, you couldn't just go and buy it down at the store. Mm-hmm. Like if you weren't one of the first ones in at that record store and got the fir- one of the first 10 copies, you literally couldn't Gone, hear man. it. Too bad. Like it, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was totally different to how it is now. And now it's sort of like, it's the opposite. It's like, you can hear everything on Spotify, on online and stuff. So it's like, it's kind of lost that appeal. And that's why I think. There's so many other things to DJing now. It mm-hmm. used to be more just about the music and the tunes you played and how you yeah. did it. There's a lot more on top of it now mm-hmm. because of that. Cool. Did you want to tell us about some of your favorite songs off the album? We, well, we talked about time, we're, we're so. just about for pitch. Yeah. <laughs> how, how long have we got? How long have we got? My podcast go for two to three hours. So what have we got here? We've got, how we've long got, are we we've got about 15 minutes. Sweet. Um, so some of the favorite songs. Um, we don't, yeah, we don't have to rush it, but yeah, just. Oh, Let's talk easy. about some of them. So, um, Faxing Berlin, we said, which wasn't on the album we yeah. listened to, but an amazing tune, like um, just such a great melody and stuff with the piano and that. Um, and so many cool covers uh, that have come out, but that one's a huge one. Um, not exactly is like a real electro sort of one for me that was a huge mm-hmm. one around that time. Yeah, sure. um, that, but one, that, that one's like super spacey. Like it's just lots of, and this is, it's true of all the songs. Is there's just heaps of space yeah. on all these songs. Yeah. But they still find ways to sometimes feel claustrophobic. Like you can still feel it yeah. creeping in on you, but then it's just in this But that's big the open idea space. of it is that you feel that. Yeah. And then when it doesn't have that, it's mm. that's the, the beauty of it. Yeah. This is the um, first time I felt like it had, 
the a pop song structure there because it almost had a verse chorus verse mm. chorus with like the build yeah. and the refrain and the build the, and the, the refrain chorus, with the chorus being the drops because yeah. there were like mm. lots of drops in it, it exactly kept, but it wasn't there. just like you had one big drop no. it was like I'm repeating myself I'm repeating myself as yeah. if you're as if it had that kind of pop ele- like element to it yeah and that was like the one that and the I, only you know one what I reckon that's why it wasn't on the the album we listened to because I think they wanted the oh no so I'm talking about not exactly. Oh, yeah, not exactly. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. I thought yeah, we were talking so about that's Not exactly. Because <laughs> it gets aggressive and then there's a relief. And there's mm-hmm. aggressive relief. And it repeats that for like two thirds of the track. Um, yeah. But it had that. And that sounds like in a pop song when you have your first new chorus, new verse, new chorus, new build, and you build. I think what you'll find is if you look at the album from start to finish, as it gets towards the end, it starts more towards his original roots, which is more the progressive, really stripped back, dancey music. Mm-hmm. Starts getting more into the melodic, uh, a little bit more structured towards, you know, like songs like I Remember, Not mm-hmm. Exactly. They've got a little bit, a little bit more melodic elements mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. Um, so it starts to get a little bit more towards what he did in the 4x4 equals 12 album which probably has more hits Mm -hmm. on it. Um, But, you know, you can sort of see that through this first album in hindsight that that's the direction he was going. He was going more towards more melodic, more chordal, more pop structure sort mm-hmm. of as it as it goes on in and the it's album. not a bad thing at all yeah it's mm. just like it was just like for the um on the record there's a lot more um con- like not controversial like just like differences with how he structured stuff but it was yeah. on that one was the first time i went this is having this is a conversation it's yes. not a journey a long drawn out journey yes yeah. exactly yeah great description but less than anyone 10 think- points for that one. <laughs> 10 points for that one lest anyone think we're talking about an actual pop song it still goes for nine minutes and 15 seconds well yeah so this, so this, this is not a yeah yeah it's not a pop song at all no no, <laughs> no. it's like three pop songs almost yeah. you know <laughs> like okay yeah fine and there is just the drum there is just a drum intro for the whole 30 seconds yes. intro. Um, but that's 30 then, seconds so the DJ can get it in time. To yeah. get it in time. You know, like, yeah. if, a, if a DJ plays that in the club, you won't hear that first 30 seconds no. minute no. at all. No like, way. You know, they'll mm. hear it in their headphones and you'll be listening to the song that's playing, you know, before. Yeah. So, um, but that's, you know, that's that's part of, yeah. Cool. The dance music sort of album. Well, that's how it works. That's, yeah. yeah, that's how so it I works. So I make it easier for the DJs. And then they'll play your songs. <laughs> It's really hard to DJ pop music unless you've got edits of it because mm. they all start straight away, so you yeah. don't have time to make sure they're in time beforehand and listen mm-hmm. to it. Mm. So it's um yeah it's, it's mixing pop is a huge skill that you know like a lot of people in the DJ community look down on a bit. They're like, oh, you're playing pop music top forty. It's what everyone likes. It's easy, but it's actually not. It's actually yeah. quite difficult to mix really well. There so, you go. I will respect yeah. those people as I walk yeah, past yeah. Like Stop hating everyone out there. Nice. I'm pointing at you if you can see me. Grant. <laughs> yes. Did you have any songs you would like to talk about as we flash through them? Oh, well, <laughs> look, I suppose the other ones that resonate apart from the one that specifically I remember that I mentioned earlier, uh, Brazil, mm-hmm. very, very familiar, some kind of blue. I didn't jot down the, um, the singles, but these were probably <laughs> seven, yeah, seven, yeah, seven or eleven. Just listen these are just all the singles that I've heard. Not yeah. exactly as well. Um, so Brazil, just a yes. beautiful song, and yes. it's got like a big hooky melody, but only uses half of it, and then he stops, and then he lets a delay carry the rest of it, and then he brings the yeah. melody back. He's like, "Ah, mm-hmm. dude, you're killing me here." part of it, when it, it, it when, yeah, that's yeah. the best part like, when they're killing you and you're yeah. like you wanting oh, more i want it i want it so bad and they <laughs> hold it off and sometimes they just hold it off that little bit longer than yeah. you expect mm-hmm. and then when it drops it's that 
oh, there it is. Like, oh. And then he ends finally. up layering that melody on top of itself as well. And <laughs> yes. the, the, the layered version is delayed right. as well. I was like, ah, oh, dude, you're giving me goosebumps here. Musically, yeah. it's definitely some the, of the time stuff, of yeah. the night where you're making out with a stranger. <laughs> that's when that song is like that. Peak. Or you're on the dance floor sweating bullets. With a stranger. <laughs> with a stranger. <laughs> with yeah. heaps of strangers. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. But it, I yeah. definitely I was just like, yeah, this is like peak of the night when you're mm. kissing a stranger. What about you, Liam? Did you have a did you have a track on the album that you, you sort well, of maybe had an affinity to? We will get back to I Remember, but I loved Slip. Yeah, Slip me is, too. Yes, I was waiting for someone like, to talk yeah. about Slip. It's <laughs> and so it's funky like, and groovy. It's so cool, but it's, you know, it's named after the hook, which is Slipped Off the Beat. And that is also giving me like these little heebie-jeebies as I'm listening to it, going, ah, something's it's not, not in right here. It's not right. It's like, it's yes. like the, you've yeah. got, but it's it's two melodies, and one of them is playing four <laughs> four, and one of them is just something else. It's not yes. four four one beat off. It's not five four. It's just. figure it yeah. out because I don't have the terminology to do it but it's just and it's yeah. got a whopping drop in it yeah too, which is really it's nice yeah. huge drop and it's yeah the and big... there's an instrument in there that sounds more like a child's keyboard than anything else like than a normal synth sound it was just like yeah. listening to it and I was just like this is reminiscent of being a kid um, but then Nostalgic. it's just in this yeah in just in this like beautiful dance track so yeah, yeah it was just like what why did you choose that but yeah. why does it work so well too so yeah so i love slip mm. i had a little heart next to it yeah i've got a yeah. little oh a little heart very good so grant yes talk to us about i remember i remember but jeez all i've written down here big hit from old bro this was the actually this was the only song that i actually recognized from the, when i was listening really? through it i was like i know i, it knew, probably I is recognized the, the vocal definitely. album it's and definitely it has, the biggest from the album. It has quotable lyrics. Yes, it, yeah, yeah. it, has, it has a that's vocal. That's the other thing. Sure. Was, that's, that, that's where you start seeing some of the pop elements come in, where yeah. it has vocals and stuff like that. Um, you know, if we... Oh, I almost want to, like, show you guys the next album so that you can <laughs> yeah. see the progression, you know? like, And that's what I love about this album is it sort of it shows him before he is what he became mm -hmm. because some of the next albums that came after that were probably performed better in terms of you know, hits and, and sales and all that kind of stuff. So Hayley um, Gibby sang yeah. on that one um, mm. and the, she sang the lyrics. So um, I was like, there's not lyrics on this album. There are two songs that have any kind of vocals at all. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's one of them. Yeah, that and was it. And, really they, good. and it nailed it. Too. Yeah. It's just like, yep, you don't need no, lyrics for the rest. Just that's fine. Yeah. Just nail it on one and leave me alone. <laughs> so it's awesome. Yeah. That is a huge tune too. Like yeah. I, there's so many people who know Dead Mouse and like his early stuff that they say, that's the tune I remember. Mm -hmm. They're like, you know, I remember is like the tune for them. Yeah. Still nine minutes fifty three as well. So oh, they're yeah. all they're all they're, almost ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> they're all they're all close to ten minutes. Yeah, they're all true. um. There has to be like a radio edit of that song, surely. Like that, that would be like radio edit. You, could, for you sure. could do like yeah. a three minute version. If there's of that not, song, I'll make you one. If you want one, <laughs> <laughs> I can make one for you. I'll make one for you. Many years after the fact. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eleven years after yeah, it was released. Yeah, that's fair. No, there, there definitely would be radio edits. Yeah. Um, I really liked "Alone with You" because the drum machine sound carried over from the end of Brazil second edit mm -hmm. and then just like there's the drums and then you just moved into new drums yes. um so it's like we've ended on some drums 
move into new drums, move along with you. And that was just like solid dance tune with this like escalation before the bass drop. And then I was like, yeah, that yeah. is something I would be out on the dance floor too. And we'd all be going, whoa. <laughs> and everyone's there, wait for it. And then it's like, boom, there yeah. we go. And that's what I look for in a dance track. Like yeah, in that, that build up, the tension or the release. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. It's all about contrast in dance music. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like an emotional thing. And also the bass on quite a few tracks, um, I've described as sounding like it's in a swamp. Like mm-hmm. it sounds like like the effects are swampy. It's a swampy yeah. bass, and I. What does that mean? I don't know. Like, I don't, everything's kind of muffled. It's like, and it's like muffled. It's okay, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Like it's traveling. muffled. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's played through it's like a big muff. Water. Yeah. Five yeah, yeah, yeah. times. I understand what you mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, played through a big muff five times underwater. Yeah. And then it's come out covered in seaweed, and then it's like <laughs> now I am a baseline. Um, and but it's not a bad thing. It just sounds really good. It just changes the soundscape. So uh, they really like high pass a lot of the stuff in dance music. Like they really don't let the top frequencies come through so that all the other stuff can be big as well Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah again a lot of contrast I'll not tell you that I sold my subwoofer then that's fine (laughs) (laughs) that hurts but that that muffled (laughs) swampiness of it is part of that claustrophobia as well like it feels like it's closing in there's something loading sitting on it that's coming with it Mm -hmm. I like yeah yeah, it's beautiful that's why I really like it because you do found yeah, as you say, claustrophobia is quite a nice mm. sound. Though you f- you feel like you are cl- like shoulder to shoulder with a whole bunch of other people, which yeah. you probably are when you're listening to it. Yeah. And you're shoulder to shoulder, and you you are having to kind of make your way through the swamp together. Mm. And then you drop, and suddenly this somehow there is space around you. It's weird on the dance floor. Yeah. You are all shoulder to shoulder, and then the bass drops, and then you all go space. Yeah, um, and it's just an unusual experience. So it's pretty cool. Let me talk about the album more. Go. <laughs> um, yeah, my favourite song, mm. if I can tell you what mine is. Yeah, yeah. Um, my favourite song on the album is actually the first song. Oh, um, such a good opener. Yeah, um, sometimes things get complicated. And it's weird. I like tunes on um, albums that aren't usually the most popular songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's uh, me wanting to be cool because I like the thing <laughs> sure. other people don't like. But hey. um, I really like that song because obviously the second song that comes in is very similar as well. Um, you know, the, the first song, sometimes things get complicated. The second tune is called Complicated. Well, the first song is called Sometimes Things Get it, Whatever. Whatever. Uh, whatever. But, but it is but it is essentially two are... parts of it's one It's the song, same really. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's no um, gap between the song either. I mean, I've actually not really gap mashed the two up them, before but... and made them into one tune. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why, yeah. The heartbeats um, and complications made me feel uncomfortable, dude. But that, yeah. yeah, yeah, beep. Beep, beep. Yeah. It's got yeah. like a like a heart but it's monitor. It's almost off the beat though mm-hmm. as yes. well, yeah. and you're that's like, "That's what he does. Oh, that's why he does you it." Do? That made me feel so uncomfortable. But how good did you feel after when it stopped? What, when they released? died? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Left line. Yeah. I just like that song because it sort of it it really does capture the kind of music I loved in that era, mm-hmm. and it really does progress. And so it talks about sometimes things get complicated. So it's slowly the song builds it's a journey like you said earlier it you know layers add on top little tiny things little drum hits and little fills and things um and then you know eventually like the glitchy lyrics and stuff yes yeah at the very end oh when it glitches i'm like that's i'm there like to be honest for me for for it to be such a perfect song i think you could condense it because again it's like nine minutes yeah and these these days, the music I listen to, even in dance music, is usually like five minutes max. Mm-hmm. Um, so I Your could attention span. Yeah, I could think of an days. awesome edit to make of that tune, which I probably mm-hmm. am going to do as soon as I leave here tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, send so, it to us. Yeah, yeah, of course. SoundCloud me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I really love that progression of that tune, and and I love a lot of elements in it, mm-hmm. and the way that. Um, you can play two songs at the same time. Like you can play that song and have another song playing at the same time and like live create a thing. It got a you heart know? in a my moment. rating. <laughs> yes. In my rating, it got a heart. We got a heart. Yeah, it got a heart. It's really important. Yeah, cool. it's definitely. So yeah, yeah that, that's probably my favorite tune on, and I probably tell most people that's my favorite Dead Mouse tune. Mm-hmm. It's probably not his best tune, but it's probably my favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Before we wrap up, Grind, did you have any else you wanted to cover? No, I'm ready, bud. I want to cool. hear his final pitch. Let's go. Let's okay. dance, bro. 
I, I want to tell you one more thing for yeah, everyone yeah, out sorry, there. Yeah, yeah, sorry. One more thing. Yeah, yeah, do it. Um, Help yourself. And I don't know if you guys found form. this in your research. Let's see how how deep you dived. Um, Dead Mouse was one of the um, programmers and developers for FL Studio, which is a music production program. Uh, Fruity Loops. So he was one of the guys who really? actually developed. Serious? Yeah, he was one of the guys who developed that. Um, he's a programmer for them. Oh, um, I did not yeah. know. He was, so I he knew actually, he was a nerd, but come on. Yeah, yeah. So he actually <laughs> was part of, of developing the music software that. FL Studio. Yeah. Or, or Fruity Loops. It used to be Fruity Loops. Now it's called FL Studio. Oh, well. They tried to get a bit more serious. I knew it's Fruity Loops. So, yeah, same. Um, that's that's how, what it that's was when I was. found it, yeah. I did not know that. Oh, Ryan, yeah. so he, he he's, he's really smart. And if you haven't seen his recording studio that he has, I don't know if Isn't you it, saw that. He's but he's got... Uh, uh, you Madness. have to look it up. It's absolutely incredible. Like he's got, he's got sits in there that are like called Mousetrap as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, so, yeah. He's got yeah. A this music. album was yeah, out on Mousetrap, so he he had a record label before he had a record, almost. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, so yeah. he's got a label too, Mousetrap, um, with heaps of dope tunes yeah. and, and artists cool. on there. Um, but yeah, amazing recording studio, um, amazing you know music, and um, he actually doesn't know music very well though. He doesn't he doesn't play piano. He does it all with mm. a clicking on a yeah. keyboard he doesn't play any of the chords or George, any of the notes in, which up. makes it so no, much I'm more not, impressive my nose isn't turning yeah, up i play punk and i <laughs> I, play, uh, I play punk like who can i can't i can't be judged i don't think i've ever had a tuned guitar and i've got perfect pitch and so uh yeah when i there's nothing game, wrong with punk let's not talk down punk, no, no, punk. No, no, i'm just saying that i wasn't turning my nose up at not understanding music i'm like i've played some of the best musicians in the world got no idea ever yeah. Have never understood music. They just, mm. I just they, play. They just play. They, they just, just play. Yeah. Awesome. Some people are awesome. Cool. So okay. Final pitch. Tell us, show us what you got. Yeah. Why, why is this album flawless? Why is, this, why flawless? is this album flawless? So this album is flawless to me. I actually don't think it's flawless as an album mm-hmm. oh. for the general public. And, and that's going to probably throw a bit of a spanner into the works. But you would not be the freaking first. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I, I think he's had better albums with mm-hmm. better hits, better produced songs, better songs that have been, you know, but for me and for, you know, music's so personal and you've got those, you know, connections to music and stuff like that. You know, for me, I started DJing around the same time he started getting massive and was loving that music. So for me, that's why it's flawless mm-hmm. um, because of the, the time in my life and what happened. But I actually think he's got better music. Out cool. there, better album. There is a better album by Dead Mouse out there, um, but for me, it's you know like just the emotional attachment, ad- the attachment to it. Yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> it's a, a very a very uh, important time in my life. I think when when that was influencing me. So for me, that's why it's flawless. Awesome, great, great. one, Grant. Good pitch. We're gonna start with you. Sure. Final thoughts and a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Good one. Give it a Thank thumb. you. Please give it a thumbs. If I can get three <laughs> thumbs down, that will be amazing. <laughs> three if thumbs can, down. Has anyone ever done that? Has anyone ever got three thumbs down? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've done that. Sure. Oh, no one not, all right, don't give me three no, thumbs down no, then. I just want to be the first or something. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we would have had people bring albums that no, none of us thought were flawless. Not including the person that brought the flawless album. Oh, Because we once no. had someone bring a flawless oh, album. Oh, yes. But, but yours, is counting, yours is counting as a thumbs up, though. If it's flawless you, for you. Well, you I, pitch it, you who pitch are we? Flawless. Who's the... Who's the I'm up. challenging your whole concept of your show now. <laughs> who is the... who? Like, who is the judge of if it's flawless? Like, literally all of us. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's literally you, you get unanimous to get it up. You get to decide if it's flawless Look, if, for if you. if I'm being honest, and this sort of goes against the whole premise of your show, I don't think any music's flawless. Because coming from an artist, I, I know that when I put music out, it's never finished. It's just released. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. it's, I can always sit there and tweak and make it better and do that. So to me, perfect and flawless isn't something that I actually associate with music. Mm-hmm. But for me, as far as like, you know, if I could say at any time, put an album on, this would be one of them, okay. you know? So that's... So you haven't destroyed the concept because it's not about no. what's flawless yeah. and what's flawless, everything. It's what is flawless for you. For you. Yeah. That yeah. Is, that it's is, still not flawless the, to me though because point. I can, I no, can but actually... It's, but it's for you. Yeah, I know. I know. At that right. time. Grant. For that yeah. time, for sure. Um, at this time. Look, I, I'm going to say no, but I'm yes. going to say no for a couple of reasons. Why not? When I listened to this, I was like, geez, bud, this is a long, like, and on a couple on more, on more, more than, than I suppose half the songs at the end, I'm going a bit long, <laughs> yeah. too long. 
a bit long. So whilst I recognized heaps of the of the tracks or the loops and, and certainly, you know, I remember was massive and, and I can and name those. I also then thought, thought to myself, when, would I, when am I going to listen to this? Story? Yeah, yeah. And so I was sitting there standing there going, fuck, I'm listening to this. Forgive me, listeners, for that. Um, wh- like, wh- where is Grantie going to listen to this? And it wasn't until you were talking about raves when you were at school exactly. that you go, jeez, now you're talking 20 plus years ago. I can specifically remember the Don't two or three plus. raves. Me, forgive uh, me. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, to be yeah. clear, we're not all that old. To be expressly clear, it was July of '94 or '95 or '96. I'm not oh, particularly great sure. Raves. Great year for race, <laughs> and it was like I don't even think we didn't have cell phones, and it was you heard somewhere that something was happening. I was a place called yeah. in Grahamstown Festival Place, over a two week national festival. The powerhouse was what it was called. Oh. There was all sorts of weird shit going on. It was amazing. Where, but I'd forgotten. Where was this, sorry? In Gramstein in South Africa. Oh, it sounds um, awesome. In a, at a place which literally was an old power station. Also, there was flipping weird plastic from floor to roof and chill-out rooms and all sorts of shit. And there was no running water, interestingly. Chilling so. rooms. Did you, did, you yeah. say so, was, did you say it was called the powerhouse? Yeah. Do you know that that's like a huge, like the warehouse and the powerhouse are like huge inspirations for... Like house music yeah. back in the day, yeah. Sure. yeah. So, there you go. so I'd forgotten like that, and then I was like, yeah, sure, I could, I could have listened to that there, absolutely, mm-hmm. but lacked the context, and it's not something that I could just sit down and listen to now. Exactly. But thanks for the memories, because I'd forgotten but- that, and forgive me the years. <laughs> I was with friends. If you listen, drop us a line and tell me what year it was, because I've forgotten. Because that's what I'm saying is like when you said you could put yourself in that. That's what dance music is. It's about the environment, yeah. the whole package. It was it's mad. It's not something you listen to at home unless you've experienced it at a, at a you yeah. know, with the whole package. Mm. So yeah. thank you. That's a no from me. Yes. George. That's one no. Hello. Hello. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like George is going to give us a yes, which... I'm not happy about. I want. I want. <laughs> yeah. I came in wanting nose. I really. <laughs> I wanted nose for you this album. Water. I tried to get nose. You're, you tried to get nose, but unfortunately, uh, because I don't have the context of the whole back catalogue, um, I was listening to it and I was putting myself in the mindset of going like, "Would I listen to this if I was out at the club? Yep, I would. And would I? And then, the thing that really brought bought it was when I put it on my headphones because I was feeling sensory overload at work yeah. and I had to listen to it obviously for flawless so I put it on and I could just put it on from start to finish without any irritation or without any confusion and I put it on and it distracted me from everything that was around me and it didn't upset me in any way so even the lifts and drops and stuff in it they weren't too aggressive they weren't too um, extreme it wasn't it was like quite soft when it comes to electronic music yeah and so for me start to finish i happily listen to this um any production issues i'm quite happy with any imperfections yeah. i believe should be there and i think yeah. they're perfect for its time so for me it was a false record yes hey so, and that's the beauty of music right there George. two opposite George. opinions yeah. from you know that, that's what music is. Like cut cut out the beginning and end of every track, and I can dance. Yeah. Hey, well, I'll do a mix of them all for you, and no. then I will cut out all the end of them, all, and then I'll give it to you, shit. and you can listen That'd to it. That'd be great. And then I'll dance yeah. to it in my living room, like some like crazed woman. Um, I bet but you just then, come to me play sometime. <laughs> well, yeah, I can just I can just hang Let's out. Let's do that. Again. Let's okay. do that. <laughs> New besties. New besties. Liam. Yes. Um. So talked about before that's like it's these equal parts claustrophobic and open spaces and i still have no idea how someone manages through that but he did it which is amazing um one of the things he does is yeah stretches out those tracks brings in an element so a lot of music brings in an element but before you've gotten you sort of brings in another one and brings another one does whatever but this this brings in one element and you'll get like a minute to get used to it like it'll just sit on that element for a minute and then he'll bring in something else and it's just it means that everything is so carefully constructed so you know everything that's happening is supposed to be there. He's bringing these things in in the mm-hmm. order that he wants, when he wants them. He's got absolute control over what's going, giving everything room to breathe. So, And just you can tell that it's really good for what it is. So the problem is when I so my knowledge of dance music is I listen to a pop dance record like Chemical Brothers or Fat Boy Slim or whatever and I get a whole bunch of four-minute pop stuff and then you go and see them live and this is what I learned when I started going to see dance music live is that's when you get – so a rock – show 
is like you'll do a four minute version on their album you might get a four and a half minute version on stage but yeah. dance music is you get the pop version on the album and you get the 12 minute version on stage yeah and i love that because i'm always like man i wish i could hear that hook for a much longer and they're like great we're gonna play it for 12 straight minutes you yeah <laughs> This, Sweet, we made a whole different version for you to listen to. <laughs> this album feels like the live. It's like you could, if you told me, if you put some, you know, space on it and like a crowd noise, and told me it was a live album, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. This yeah, is you the, would, oh, yeah. These sure. are the ten oh, minute yeah, yeah, yeah. versions. Easy. I can see him just doing like you could just play this straight just through. Spotify fade, and you're yeah. all done. <laughs> yeah. Um, which was which was really cool, and I'd never really heard anyone do that before. But I was in Grant's case in that I'd never sit down and listen to it again. To yeah, yeah. I, re I really want to hear like if it was all the shortened versions, I could probably see myself doing it. But sure, with the yeah. absolute longer ones, I was like, yeah, I probably wouldn't listen to it because I it needs that crowd element and a live element and that sort of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. But and you can you can tell it's good for what it is and absolutely like foundational. And you're talking about like yeah. being able to mix stuff into it is like yeah, it makes it really clear what he was going for, hmm. which I definitely think he achieved. But I wouldn't call it flawless. Yes. Oh no, we got one flawless still. Damn it! Sorry. Sorry. sorry to and you thought it was flawless, and I didn't even think it was a flawless, and you did. Yeah. Well, sorry, but I really enjoyed listening to no, the record. I, I, you know, like it Douche. means something to me. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it reminded me of having it on a first fun. gen iPad, uh, like <laughs> iTunes collection of music we That's ripped it. off Soulseek. So Soulseek, right? <laughs> That's how old I am. So yeah, no, it's all like Napster. Napster's where it's at for the yes. old school. The old, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grant knows Napster. Napster. I know Napster, no, but Napster. I think Napster. Soulseek was for the real Jeez. cool kids, and Napster. Soulseek's still the, around though. Na yeah, but Napster was for the mainstreamers. Thank you very much. Well, Napster's gone, so Soulseek's. Soulseek's still there. Soulseek's still there. Anyway, sorry, Liam. Are you two finished? Probably end this we're episode. Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna go do our own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> over here. You guys, right over here. Yeah, we're gonna have our own podcast. We're gonna talk about music exchange websites. Thank you, Jai, for bringing an album. That was really great. And Thanks, mate. You know, even if you slightly tweaked the strategy for us, it's still good to talk <laughs> about great music. Mm. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we are Flawless AMP on all of those, so you can join the conversation. Share or like our post and give us a rating, and every little bit helps us to find music lovers like you. As mentioned, we also now have a Patreon. We are patreon.com slash flawlessamp, and if you'd like to back us, please check us out there. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time.